Hey everybody, welcome to episode 26 of the Cast. I'm Michael and joining me are Greg and Mike. How are you guys doing today? Good. Yeah, spring break. You even have spring to celebrate it with, don't you? It was like 27 degrees in Tallahassee. Come down here and it's like 75, so it was cold this week. Florida cold is different than cold anywhere else. 50 degrees down there is like 25 degrees here in Ohio. I'm not kidding. It's ridiculous. But anyway, is this really our 26th episode? Yeah, 25 was Brandios. Those guys were great. I just want to say thanks again to them. They were awesome. Absolutely. Open invitation anytime you guys want to come back, Jason and Casey. Absolutely. They were they were a lot of fun to talk to and very insightful and uh, just you know a hoot to hear them talk about how they came up with ideas and stuff. It was cool. Obviously, it's been a little more quiet than usual on the LogoCast front lately. Uh, there's been... A, not a ton of news recently. We're kind of in the dead season. Pretty much. So, yeah, until probably until football season starts to rev up, this is going to be what our schedule is going to look like a little more. We're not going to do an episode every week. While we're in this dry spell where there's not a lot of news, we're going to be working overtime to bring you guys more interviews, uh, like we did the Brandios episode, where there won't be a, a new segment attached. It'll just be us talking to the guest. I've got a few lined up that I'm, I'm really excited about. And then there are some where we've kind of gotten good feedback and we're going to go from there. So uh, that's something that we're going to work on. And then obviously once football season ramps up, that's that's Nike, Adidas, Under Armour. That's their excuse to go nuts. So at that point, we'll probably go back into the heavy news stuff every week because we'll have heavy news every week. Over the last couple weeks, we do have enough stuff to bring you guys a good show this week. Uh, Oregon State just released their big Nike unveiling. We're going to talk about that. MLS had a jersey week last week. Adidas, under the influence of narcotics that I'm not even sure if they sell, <laughs> created some uh, college basketball jerseys that we're going to have to talk about. And uh, and then we're going to talk about our most popular story on uh, Tumblr ever. And that is uh, the U.S. men's soccer team released their uh, centennial looks. And so we're going to talk about that, too. On Monday of this week, Oregon State, in association with Nike, uh, they didn't quite outdo their, their big brother in Eugene, but they, uh, they definitely came out with something that's a little out there as far as a new design goes. It's an entire athletics branding, football, basketball, soccer, track and field, the word marks. And uh, what do you guys think? There's some good things and bad things about the entire set. I like the new primary logo. I think that looks still looks good. I'm not really feeling the font, though. Uh, that's completely new. And it just it just seems like super blocky. And it's a word mark font. And then it goes along with a matching numbers and it's nice that it's consistent but it's still just like huge uh the basketball team looks good but the thing that everyone's been talking about is the the new helmets on oregon state all of their helmet combinations have the stripe continuing down the face mask it's just a mess i think uh 
like every uniform trend that we've kind of talked about in good and bad, they kind of threw in just to have the Beavers make a name for themselves, I feel like. As soon as we see a combination or two that we really like, I'm sure our feelings might change. But until then, just from the initial reaction, I'm not really super sold on the uniforms. I like the font. I think that it's an interesting direction. It's not nearly as crazy as I thought it was going to be from just because it's Nike and because they're doing an entire across-the-board rebrand. I expected more zaniness, for lack of a better way of describing it. Uh, the basketball uniforms, I think, look pretty solid. The football uniforms, and I going back to the helmet for a second, I think that's a trend we're going to start seeing, where you're going to start seeing the face masks be multicolored like that. And I don't like it. I don't think it looks good. It makes it, to me, it looks like a mistake was made on the helmet or something. But I don't, it, because it's not a good continuation of a helmet stripe. It's basically painting the face mask the same colors as your stripe, and it doesn't work. Uh, another thing about these that I've noticed, and we're, and we're seeing a lot of this happen too, are the bigger, wider stripes on helmets, which I, I think sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. Uh, the football uniforms, I'm, I'm pretty good with all of them except for the orange one because, they, again, they remind me of a like a construction pylon or something like that. But uh, overall, it's it's not bad. There's some aspects of it that I think are really good. I I like the, uh, the look of the football uniforms so far except for the orange one. The only issue, again, is that we're seeing these in perfect photographic conditions and it's going to be really hard to say how these worked out until we see them on the field, which is a ways off. But uh, so far, so good. I'm a little disappointed that, as far as I can tell, they're not using the new logo on the helmet, which I thought would have been a cool move. I think we talked about that a couple shows ago where the new Beaver logo would make a nice helmet decal. But uh, overall, it's, it's, a, it's a mixed bag. None of it is what I think is particularly terrible, and some of it's pretty good. I actually believe that they are using it on the white helmet, but only the white helmet. And then the other two are logo lists. To me, they're just they're small things about the set that make me really not too much of a fan. I don't like, for example, in the Oregon State wordmark, how the T and the E are connected, but then nothing else in any of their any of their wordmarks are. I'm not big on that that font in general. I mean, it's just it's going for kind of blocky, but then it has these random uh, angles, and it's just it's one of those things where it feels like they took a stock font and they chopped a few corners off it, uh, messed with the kerning, and there you go. That's your new custom font. I don't like the inclusion of gold into some of the sets. Like you can see it on the high resolution photos. You can see it on the white football jersey and i'm pretty sure it's on some of the other ones too but that's the one where it just stands out the most and it's just it's not used enough in my opinion to to integrate it and so it's just kind of there i was a big fan of their prior identity and this just except for this the beaver logo replacing the other beaver logo which was incredibly dated and looked terrible i'm not a fan of this of this rebrand all right, moving on to college basketball and what can best be described as, well, gosh, I don't even know where to begin to describe these. Adidas has come out with sleeve jerseys and Zubaz-inspired uniforms, and we are looking at Louisville, UCLA, Baylor, Notre Dame, Kansas, and Cincinnati in the pictures we have. And uh, somebody wrote an article on uh, sportslogos.net that basically said, are these the worst basketball uniforms ever? 
And I would have to say that in my book, they probably are. And I will just finish my introduction of this topic by saying this. I believe that these uniforms prove that we have reached the point where it's not even about design anymore. It's just about let's see what crazy nonsense we can come up with and put it on a sports uniform. I think we have reached the absolute pinnacle of absurdity with these, and that's where I stand on them. What do you guys think? You said before you didn't think there was a word for it. There is a word. It's just one that we've tried to cut back on saying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. These are a cluster F to censor myself. It's a shame, particularly with UCLA, because UCLA is the most storied college basketball program in the country for them to be wearing this, this gimmick. I mean, they even went for the sleeve version. So they have the sleeves, they have the Zubaz pants, because they they released two different versions. They're Baylor, UCLA, and Louisville went sleeved. Notre Dame, Kansas, and Cincinnati went sleeveless, and it's just it's a joke. These things are a joke. I mean, it's it's neon colors and it's Zubaz, but poorly done Zubaz. And for example, the the Baylor ones look like Oregon whenever Oregon's not trying to be Oregon whenever they're doing the the Volt and Anthracite crap. Uh, this is so bad. Uh, thank God teams like Indiana and I don't know who else is Adidas, Tennessee and A&M. Thank God like they didn't do this because, I mean, I don't think we could take three more of these. And to make matters worse, Adidas Basketball tweeted, Adi Zero Uniform System. This camo is designed to stun your opponents for personalities that refuse to blend in. And then did a twit pic of a close-up of Notre Dame's pants. Just stop. The six, like, preview images on their Twitter, it's Kansas, Notre Dame, Louisville, and then, like, a sleeved Warriors jersey. I mean, I don't think anyone likes either of those. Like, no one – I don't think anyone's been like, yeah, that's the best uniform I've seen in a long time. They're just like, well – if we come out with it, people will buy it no matter what they look like. And that's just crap. Can't anyone just make a good uniform anymore? They uh, could, but that's been done. YOLO, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's like I was saying, though. I mean, am I wrong or does it seem like we've reached a point where it, design doesn't even matter anymore? It's just how crazy, how far can we go? It's not even about – you know, sometimes Nike's done some things, yeah, yeah, and they've had their share of failures, but they've also hit it out of the park maybe as many times as they've failed, but you could always see what they were trying to do. These just look like, what can we do that's screwy and crazy, and let's try it. And that's what these. And this is the result. I just don't understand what the point is, and especially, again, like what Mike said, you know, these are storied franchises. I don't want to see Notre Dame coming out. And I don't even know what to call that color, but it's it's nowhere near anything that they wear, and it's just ridiculous. I hope every team that makes a tournament out of these six lose in the first round. Yeah, because they're going to wear these in the tournament, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. See, they see, did last year. So now you've got, okay, your highest visibility as a basketball program is coming up here in a couple of weeks. So you're going to be where everybody is going to be watching you, and this is how you want to look? I just think that if you're going to go to the Oscars, you don't show up wearing, uh, I don't know, a, a leisure suit from the 70s, and that's kind of what they're doing here. I mean, this is tuxedo time. It's not time for this. All right, sticking to Adidas, we're going to start talking about a league that Adidas rules everything. Uh, the MLS, they had a jersey week last week, 
And Adidas released about 10 new uniforms, some complete overhauls of teams, some just alternate uniforms, and some look better than others. Uh, some that I really like, Philadelphia Union threw back to Beth- the Bethlehem Steel, which was a basic powerhouse back in the Great Depression years. They won nine championships. But they threw back and did a black and white uniform, and it looks really classy on the field. Another one that's getting a lot of uh, talk is Colorado Rapids. They came up with the idea to have traditional hooped uh, soccer uniforms, which is horizontal stripes going around. Each little uh, hoop is actually a darker color, and all of the hoops are people who own season tickets. So if you zoom in, you can find every season ticket holder that goes to every game. And it's a, it's a really nice gesture for a sport that relies so much on fans. Sporting Kansas City, they released a pretty big update. The last couple of years since their rebrand from Kansas City Wizards, they've had some really nice traditional light blue uniforms. And now they have basically the left side of their uniform navy and then the the right side light blue. And it's something that a lot of people don't think looks so good. But on the field, it didn't look so bad. But other than that, a bunch of just templated uniforms here and there, like L.A. and Houston. I think overall, it's a pretty good batch of uniforms. I know you guys aren't big on soccer, but what do you guys think about the the new uniforms? I love the idea of a jersey week. Imagine like baseball; they had they had crap leaking all the way toward to spring training with the with the batting practice stuff. Imagine if just every single new release was done over the course of a week. I think that it would be great for every sport to do this. I I really love the concept behind it. I'm going to be honest with the listeners. I wish I could sit here and give you a really informed opinion on soccer kits, but I, honest to God, don't know what separates a good one from a bad one, so I'm kind of leaving it to these two to do that. But uh, just real quick, there is one that I really liked. Uh, It was the New York Red Bulls. I thought their blue are they uh, dark on the road or at home? How does it work in MLS? Uh, they or is it they or? wear the white uniform all they can. Okay. Uh, the way soccer is, if if you can wear your primary uniform, you, you wear it. So say New York was playing Houston in Houston. Um, New York could wear their white uniforms against Houston's orange. But if New York went out and played L.A., who has a primarily white uniform, they would wear uh, – they would wear their alternate. So color on color is okay in, in MLS, then, as long as oh, it's yeah. not too similar. Like, yeah, I mean, red and blue teams play all the time. See, and that's, that, that's one thing that's really cool about soccer. Yeah, that's, I was going to say that's another thing that the other leagues, well, particularly football, I suppose, um, and maybe to a lesser extent the NHL, but that's something they could pick up on. But anyway, I really liked the, uh, the blue Red Bulls jersey. Mike, what, what are your thoughts on these? There are several that I'm really not a big fan of. I don't like what the Timbers did. I don't like the white caps, and uh, I don't like the impact. Those are basically the ones where it's like, no, absolutely. Oh, and Toronto. Toronto looks really bad, too. The subliminal 90 shapes, whereas Houston's previous subliminal design just looked great and seemed to fit the team. This just felt like a mismatch of shapes on there and various shades of red. I completely agree about Philadelphia. That's a really great-looking look. I like both of the Rapids jerseys, the 
alternate blue one for exact opposite reason that I like the burgundy. The alternate blue one just has some really, the color scheme is, is in large part something like you don't really see much in, in sports. I really like that for that reason. Houston, it's a, it's a basic template, but the orange is a, is a really great color. It's a color that you don't see. I don't think any other team wears a light orange shade in uh, professional sports. I mean, there are the Volunteers, Tennessee, and in college, but I can't think of any other team that wears a shade like that. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I like those. I did like the, the KC one. I, I actually like the divided line. Uh, it's not quite like a quarter jersey, but it's just kind of got its own little personality. So, yeah, and overall, I, I thought they looked good. Oh, and Seattle. I thought both the Seattles looked really great. But, um, yeah, I, I don't like Van, uh, Portland at all, Mike. I mean, somebody said it on, on the Chris Creamer boards, and it, it stuck with me, that the V-neck is out as a shout-out to all the hipsters. Because the V-neck just looks so out of place, and the the random, like, kind of the striping not really kind of coming in and everything. It just, it's such a mess. I kind of think it's Adidas kind of playing on uh, what they know works. There's a big team from the from Amsterdam called Ajax, and they have like a they've always had just like a big thick red stripe going down the middle of the uniform. And I I think that's where they played with that. I like the thorn patterns they use of uh, going along those two. But I mean, there's a lot of elements that just really don't go together. About SKC, I forgot to mention. Um, the line, the way the uh, navy and light blue are separated, it matches the what's on the crest and uh, the state lines from Missouri and Kansas. So they wanted to represent both sides of Kansas City. I, I will throw in one other thing too. I still think FC Dallas has one of the best logos in all the professional sports. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, I'm with you. Shout out to Eric Davila if he still listens. Absolutely, to this. yeah. If he's still out there, that thing just is killer. It's just awesome. I and I wish that more teams could come up with cool logos like that. But then again, if they did that, then they'd all look alike, and we'd be having the uh, instead of the Roundell argument, we'd be having the FC Dallas look alike argument. Uh, next week, uh, March sixteenth, Vancouver are going to be wearing uh, throwbacks against Detroit going to be throwing back to the Vancouver Millionaires. And these are uh, pretty basic. It's a burgundy and burgundy and white. So, yeah, what do you guys think of the look? What do you guys think of the white breezers? I love it. This looks so good. I mean, it's a faux back. I don't know how completely accurate it is, but I think in all the pictures that I've seen, it's definitely a great look. I think these are cool. The only the only thing that I I don't like, and it's only just a minor little thing, is I don't like the uh, Vancouver being typed out in the V. But other than that, I think it's a, it's a really cool look. I'm, I'm with Danger on the uh, sleeve stripes. I think those are awesome, and uh, it's 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 going to be a, a cool looking game when they play it. But yeah, I think this is a really cool jersey. I know I'd love to have one. They're they're pretty close. I mean, I guess technically they're they're faux due to the to the collar cut and everything, but they're pretty close to what they wore. For the 1915. And Vancouver still hasn't won a cup since then, I don't think. Nope. <laughs> but uh, I, it's And funny Canada I hasn't won a cup the... in a long time. Just as a country. They probably won't win this year either. Come at me, Canada. I have not seen 
uh, Canadian team win the Stanley Cup since I was born. 93, uh, Montreal won, and that was the last time. I was going to say it was but, 96, but it was 93. You're right, yeah. Yeah. Was, uh, also, for dating teams, the Ottoman Empire was still around the last time the Cubs won. Um, <laughs> In the biggest uh, logo cast post on on our Tumblr's history, the U.S. national soccer teams introducing the anniversary uniform for their first hundred years of playing, and I haven't heard anyone say a bad thing about this. When Nike is on point, they are just so good. Just uh. Little subtle things like there's tiny stars on the on like under the arm, but I mean this uniform just it's just super classy. The crest matches what they wore in nineteen uh, nineteen thirteen, and then you have a just like all white and a black font. I mean it just looks good because it's a throwback that matches basically what they wore, and it's just so well done. Also, I think the women's team is also wearing that because I saw some shots of Alex Morgan in it. So uh, women's national team fans might get lucky. But I'd expect them to wear this a few times in the World Cup qualifying this year. And it'll it'll be a good game. This is unquestionably a great-looking uniform, a great-looking jersey. Uh, they released a whole bunch of merchandise to go with it, and I've never owned anything soccer-related like in my life. I've never owned anything for the U.S. men's team. I've never, but I'll be damned if I don't want the hell out of that track jacket they released because that thing is just amazing looking, and this is so well done. And I don't think that there's anybody except I guess whoever makes the decisions for the U.S. men's team that doesn't think that this would be a far improvement over what they're they're wearing full time i think it looks cool and i don't know anything about soccer uniforms and i am with you 100 percent on that track jacket that thing is badass and i would love to have one and it's you're right it's a classy look i mean i don't know uh i just i like i like the simplicity of it i i love the patch and again just a, a well executed uh uniform designed by nike and like danger said when they're on point, nobody does it better, and this is a good example of that. Last show, uh, Jason and Casey were talking about like the stitching, and you look at the detail on the crest they're using. It's just so well done. It's just tiny little chevrons into the red and white stripes, and I don't know. Hopefully, it leads to a a small rebrand of the national team logo because for some reason they switched the. Like it's blue and white stripes with the with a a red background with stars on it, which doesn't make a lick of sense. But uh, no, I I can't wait to see when these come out, and I'll I'll definitely tweet at you guys, being like, "Hey, you might want to watch a soccer game because <laughs> it looks it looks good." Well, I might watch five minutes of it. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll tune in long enough <laughs> to get a look at the uniforms if that if that helps. All right, guys, that was episode 26. Uh, Before we get out of here, anything you want to talk about? I'd like to make two plugs real quick. 
First off, check out Off the Top Rope. It's Mike's new podcast. It's awesome. If you're a wrestling fan, you're going to love it. And since we're plugging other podcasts, check out Basically a Sports Show at basicallyasportshow.com. Watch the World Baseball Classic and go Rangers. If you do want to listen to Off the Top Rope, it is uh, offthetoprope.libsyn.com. <laughs> so I got to get my plug, man. I got to yeah. get my Go ahead. Do you got anything to plug, Mike? <laughs> um, no. Uh, go Rays, go Lightning, and I hope that the Gators wear their stupid prototype because that would be funny. Check Check the Tumblr. It's on there. We can all laugh at them. <laughs> Absolutely, guys. Stay tuned with the Tumblr, uh, and we'll be back. It might not be next week, but, you know, whenever it is, we'll make sure that we bring you the goodness. So for Greg and Mike, this is Mike, and we'll we'll see you next time. Go Rangers. Yeah. Go, Go other Rangers. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the LogoCast. If you've got a question or a comment about the show, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at podcast at thelogocast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter. Our handle there is at thelogocast. For up-to-the-minute logo and uniform news, check out our Tumblr page. That is thelogocast.tumblr.com. And be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. That's going to wrap it up for this week. Once again, thanks for listening to Episode 26 of The LogoCast. We will see you next time. Please hang up and try again.